Hey baby, how you doing? Good, how are you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good, doing pretty good. It's pretty good. What are we talking about this week? This week we're actually talking about eating disorders. Eating disorders, that was the prompt? Yeah. Mm. Now, it's a bit touchy, because mm. neither of us actually have a diagnosed eating disorder, so we're just talking about our experience with uh, disordered eating, I suppose, is the better way to put it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like, I was very upfront in my article, I didn't want to try and say that I have a... I've been diagnosed with anything but yeah I took it and just kind of went with like what's my relationship with food as opposed to directly like talking about the eating disorders definitely I think that's all we can speak of is our experience and mm. that shouldn't affect anyone else's um what was I gonna no nah, no nah, delete that <laughs> cool all right <laughs> which article are we going to talk about first uh as always Reese, let's talk about yours first mm. what do you want to talk about what do you want to talk about um the whole thing, really. Mm, yeah. That's good. So, yeah, you definitely eat a lot of food. Yeah, I do. Like a lot. Um, should I give a quick rundown of, of what I wrote about? I think you should. Mm. So, um, my, my entire article was just basically like, I, I don't like, like it was titled, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to eating. So like, you know, very upfront and center that, uh, like I let food get in the way of, of how I want to live my life. And mm. I think it's akin to other addictions. And, and I definitely speak on like, like I don't, I don't, I haven't really been exposed to like many addictions. There's, there's no one really in my family that's addicted to much. And um, I don't really know anyone particularly addicted to things. So I, I can't relate directly, um, but it, I feel like. It's what comes closest for you. Yeah. If I were to, to describe it as like a concept. I think that, you know, saying I'm addicted to eating is, is, is pretty on par with um, what, what happens to me. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. You mm. uh, demolish meals and other people's meals and stuff mm. that's in the house. Mm. Anything really that is open? Uh, or closed. Just, or closed, but yeah. mostly things that are open. Yeah, apparently, somehow the fact that, like, something has just got a little bit of tape or yeah. just, you know, the plastic hasn't been broken yet or the cardboard is still glued seems to sometimes be enough to stop me for some reason. I don't. Mm. I think it's kind of like a guilt thing. Like, yes. if, if it's unopened, I can't get away with having a bit and no one will notice because it's closed. Like, someone will be like, oh, I don't remember opening that. Like, if I'm living with you, so there's one other person in the house and if it's yeah. not you... Well, then it's me. Well, I don't really get to experience, oh, I didn't open it. I just get the experience of, oh, there's no longer any food in the house, mm. which is, you know, more disappointing. Mm. But, uh, which, yeah. which led to what sort of ruling around the fridge? So, yeah, I, um, I very rudely banned you from the top shelf in the fridge mm. just because after work, I would like to come home and eat something, mm. you know, anything, mm. um, like it's great feeling coming home after eight, ten hours, being able to eat something, you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, that rule has disappeared now. You seem to be a little bit better. Has it disappeared? Because I, I still don't touch that top shelf. You don't touch the top shelf? No. Okay, well, I've been leaving but, things that you shouldn't touch elsewhere in the fridge, mm. and you haven't touched it, so I'm very proud of but you. But given my new sort of eating, eating, eating regime, I don't really eat anything that's in the, in the house anymore. No, you don't really eat anything. No. It's... I'm not sure I like it, mm. personally. I feel like you're going a little bit too far there, honey. Mm. Um, I feel like you'll just swing back the other way, you know? 
Mm, like even today, you. like you hadn't had your shake for a while and you got really grumpy. Yeah, but I, potentially, I think that was a mix of um, like it was like three o'clock in the afternoon and I hadn't I hadn't done anything productive yet and yeah I hadn't consumed anything since uh, like nine o'clock in the morning mm. um, so it'd been a long time without having any energy put into me and um, I hadn't been active just sitting around and I just I had just sort, sort of fallen into this state yeah um, but I don't know if that was entirely to do with the, the food but we'll see I'm testing mm. the waters and like I said like um, you know currently the, the shakes that I'm having are just basically protein and vitamins and a bit of fat from the almond milk um, with some other stuff in there but um, if I find that I'm towing that line of ketosis like too closely where I'm not just staying keto mm. and, and feeling good then I'll have to add some carbs so that yeah. I can you know not be a bitch not be a bitch and just you know be able to function every day because yeah, cause, yeah it, it it has made me cloudy in the past because like as you yeah as you fall into the, the ketosis state there's this sort of transition period of like a day or two where your 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 brain has to get used to using ketones instead of glucose mm. um and until it works that out you're just kind of in between and everything's a bit fuzzy mm. So you have the new diet. Do you think it's too restrictive? Do you think you're going to blow out? Or do you think you can stick to it? Um, so I, I basically, I, I wanted to keep it as simple as possible. Because in the past when I've calorie counted, it meant I could eat whatever I wanted to hit certain macros. And I had sort of go-to stuff, you know, the, the, the usual stuff of like having some chicken and, and stuff around. But um, I just spent the entire time when I wasn't eating, thinking about, or even when I was eating, like, what am I going to eat next? How much can I eat? Um, can I fit this? Yeah, exactly. And it, it just, it filled my mind like endlessly. And it it just, I felt like it was detracting from my work and from my life. And it was just all I was thinking about. So that's why I stopped doing it because I I wanted to sort of free my mind up for other things. So when, you know, after, you know, the last sort of six months of not doing that and gaining a bit of weight and sort of trying all sorts of things. And there's some things that I think I could do, but like they, they end up being quite, um, I think difficult from a, a social standpoint. Mm, and I imagine this, is. this will be as well, but it's easier in that I can just, just very simply say no, rather than saying like, I don't know, not right now or whatever. We'll see. But, um, it is, it is definitely strict, but at the same time, it's very simple and I haven't found myself thinking about it constantly which I'm quite happy about and like I've only okay. been doing this for a few days so we'll see but um you know there's there's definitely the potential of, of of blowout but I think it'll be okay yeah do you think that um along with the new diet do you think that you need to change your thinking or is that what you're trying to do with the simple diet thinking like, in in what regard around what? like in through your article you're talking a lot about like it's uh instinct to eat whatever you can whenever you can because you don't know when your next meal is and mm-hmm. you have been trained by like growing up your parents and everything um to finish every plate in front of you like you're are you trying to change that way of thinking yeah absolutely so like um i i even put in the term in my article calling it a treat day instead of a cheat day because to me cheat day it had that connotation in my head of just like blow out eat as much as i can eat whatever i want and just eat endlessly until i felt sick which is terrible. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter how good you're being through the week. That's going to ruin a lot of progress and, and still have that unhealthy attachment to 
uh, unhealthy relationship to food. Yeah. So I'm sort of switching that. I'm calling it a treat day. I don't know if it actually really describes it, but I'm just using a different term to try and reassociate that thing in my head and using that day to explore new things. So instead of just binging shit that I'm craving to still basically like ignore that and get over that. Like I don't mm. need sugar all the time. I don't need salty stuff all the time um, to go and try new things. So like on Saturday, um, you know, had that uh, uh, like the brisket hollandaise, which was quite interesting. Had some the kimchi. kimchi. Yeah, wow. had kimchi on it. And um, like it wasn't the most delicious thing I've ever had, but it was, it was interesting and it was yum. And like I got to experience something new and then for lunch had, you know, sushi. I've had sushi before, but... It was um, types of sushi that I'd never had before. One had like scallops on it and I've never really eaten scallops. So that was an experience. Um, and then for dinner, I, I tried a restaurant again that we, we tried a while ago um, that we thought was pretty average, but I thought I'd give it another go and try a bit of different food from there, but it wasn't, wasn't as good. So treating it as a day of trying new things and experiencing new things, which I think is going to allow me to see food as an experience and sensations as opposed to um, just this like unhealthy sort of need to, to stuff my face. Like that's not what it should be. So this mm. sort of balance of food is fuel for most of the time. Like that's why we need it. But then when I can have a day off and just sort of chill out, then it's like an experience and much more enjoyable and actually, you know, enjoying the flavors rather than just scoffing my face. Yeah. Good. It sounds like you're making some changes, I guess. Do you mm. think that it's something you should get help for? Um, yeah, I mean, I've spoken a lot in the past about that, like, I would like to have someone in each section of my life as like a, a professional sort of coach. Mm. So, um, you know, like a, a therapist or psychologist or whatever, helping me sort of work through, um, psychological issues and stuff like that. Um, and you know, I've, I've used the nutritionist partially, uh, partially, I've used a nutritionist a little bit in the past, um, but I think that, yeah, because it's, it's predominantly a, a mental thing um, that, you know, going to a, a therapist to work out that sort of stuff would be very beneficial. Um, but I just, I always end up thinking about like how much that's going to cost. And like, I mean, you, you can't put a, a, co- a, a, a price on, on well-being, but at the same time, I struggle uh, thinking that I can outlay that amount of money um, to, to hopefully work on that issue so I end up sort of not doing it mm-hmm. but I think it, it should happen fair enough mm. you can prioritise that for you if you want to mm. <laughs> yeah I would yeah. definitely like to mm. um, reading your article mm. I will say it sounds a little bit like you're making excuses for why you do this like the way it reads is that how you think you with thinking when you wrote it or well what do you think the reasons are if you think these are excuses why why do you think i eat like this it's just how it reads okay um like this is the way i'm programmed this is how my brain works type of stuff um well it, it it wasn't it wasn't meant to be this is this is definitely what was happening it was like this is why i think it is um, yeah, so I like even even a line here is I've I've never sought help, but I do think I have a reasonable idea why I do this. Um, yeah. It could be wrong. Um, I think there's other factors that would have gone into it, but I think that these are likely the two predominant reasons. Like, yeah. um, 
the, the, the fact that food is just so abundant now when it didn't used to be in the past and we grew yeah. up having to, you know, hunt down shit to get food rather we than just popping. Not, not us, but sorry. Humans evolved in a world where they had to, they had to hunt to, to yeah. get food or, you know, and it was, it was an effort. Mm. Uh, you know, now we live a, a five minute walk from a supermarket and we can just pop down and literally fill up trolleys full of, of mm. food and, and bring that home and stuff our face full with, with no effort. So, um, yeah, I, I think that, I think that these are two reasonable reasons why this might happen. And I think that one, one of those I can, I can change, I can, I can change my relationship with, with food and, and treat it like, like I said before, as an experience rather than just, you know, I need to finish a plate. Yeah. Um, but I think, I, I think, you know, a lot of us struggle with, with the, the, the nature side of things where, you know, this isn't how we evolved to, to deal with food. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a lot easier to deal with if I can change my relationship with it. Yeah. That's fair enough. No, I was, that's why I asked the, um, are you doing anything to change your thinking about it? I did these questions backwards for some reason mm. i wrote a list and then i started from the bottom and now we're here yeah now we're here um doing things backwards mm-hmm. but yeah no i just wanted to ask mm. you know if you saw it that way or not mm. fair enough. Fair enough. how do you how do you find yourself relating to what i'm what i'm going through or or, or my relationship with with food um i identify a little with like the compulsion part mm-hmm. like that's not finished I have to finish it I, I can understand that feeling and then the eating until you're sick feeling mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah not so much the rest of it like I never thought that oh I'm I'm doing this because I don't know when I'll get my next meal I know that I have a meal to eat at home or I can make a perfectly fine thing that's never what it was really about you know mm. yeah. so what what do you think led you to to eating like that in the in the first place then i don't really know i think it was feeling an emotional void for a little while there like i just wanted to feel good and those shitty indulgent foods (laughs) Mm. help with that whether it's you know fast food or pasta or takeout or cake or whatever ice cream whatever you whatever you think um and it just, yeah, it just developed into a habit and a compulsion and it was, yeah, just got a little out of control, you know. Would you characterise it as something closer to an addiction or a poor coping mechanism or something else? Um, I think they're related. Like, I think it started as a poor coping mechanism with stress or um, emotions and anything like that and it just became a habit made me feel good yesterday why shouldn't it make me feel good today and then you start doing it every couple of days every day like it becomes normal it just comes part of your day mm. you know so was it the uh like do you think it was like maybe like the release of, of dopamine and stuff like that when you're eating this this sugary salty food to sort of overcome the negative effects of of the stress or anxiety or whatever negative feelings you're feeling at the time yeah probably I mean, it, it helps, and then um, you're like, you feel like you're treating yourself, but you. It kind of got to the point where I was doing it to punish myself at the same time. Wow. If that makes sense, like in through when I was younger, I did struggle a little bit with self harm and stuff, and I think that came back into it, and 
I didn't fall back down that route, but I did struggle a few. There were a good few days where I struggled not doing that again. That was difficult, but um, yeah. <laughs> it's a very interesting way of self-harm. Like it's a very non-direct. It, no. <laughs> you know, you're not brave enough now, so you, you just kill yourself slowly, you know. This is why you start smoking, that's why. I thought you start smoking to be cool. No, not really. No? You start smoking when you're out with your friends to look cool, but I don't think you do it at home alone to look cool. Okay. That's for yourself, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> so how... Um, could Just just to, to, to create a contrast here, could you describe what your relationship was with food at, like, maybe the, the height of, of these issues? Of eating like that yeah of, of like your overeating times like uh, um, how would you describe your relationship with food at that time dependent mm. <laughs> like it's all I was thinking about like how I was thinking which way should I go home so that I pass which place I want to eat at or multiple places that I for some reason want to eat at um and it was just it was always in my head it was always stressing me out like oh can I do this do I have to do it at home can I do it in the car um is anyone going to be home like it was yeah it was it was pretty all consuming you know um that reminded me of something you said in your article you said that you would feel embarrassed if like anyone would see you like does that include like strangers on the street like yeah I, I had to rehearse talking to the fucking drive-through lady like I couldn't do it and then I would have like one thing in my head like okay all I want is like a cheeseburger in a small meal and then I'll go home and I'd get there and I would just order enough for three people so that she wouldn't think that I was ordering for myself and it was fucked and I'd be like oh yeah and I think they wanted a Fanta and I wouldn't drink the Fanta because I don't give a shit about Fanta and I would throw it out and just because I didn't want her to think I was having a small fucking cheeseburger meal (laughs) like (laughs) I don't understand why but I don't know and it wasn't even a person it was a fucking box on the on a wall next to a few selection like it i don't i don't really understand why so, and you a, know i always struggle like talking to people like even mm. when I, like I, I rehearse things a lot and i struggle getting things out even if it's just you know me and someone i know like i'll say one thing in my head over and over again before i actually get it out mm. but got, it was a lot worse you're very then. adamant to plan these out you have like scripted questions and stuff whereas i just sort of off the top of my head try and think oh, no. of things to say no I'm a, I'm a planner you're a planner because then when you wing it you mm. order enough food for three people or my 30 bucks <laughs> yeah like what you said there that that was like a a real life incarnation of that key and peel sketch where he's pretending to gauge the room when he's ordering the pizza yeah he's like do we want cheesy crust on the third let me just gauge the room and he like looks at all his like um action figures around the room <laughs> please don't relate me to that horrible man no but that's I mean... how i felt i felt like just going through ordering like that cheeseburger and small chips i was like oh you're gonna judge me i'm that overworked girl eating fast food at i don't know three o'clock in the afternoon or 10 o'clock at night or whatever time it was and yeah i just i couldn't handle it but I think that man ate it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, judging by his size, quite likely. Yeah. That's, that's amazing that, like, you, you struggled so much with understanding, with understanding yourself and where you were and, and how things were happening that you couldn't even sort of 
externalize that to other people and admit that to yourself and other people. What do you mean? Well, I mean, I feel like if if you um, like if you're comfortable just having a cheeseburger for for lunch or dinner or whatever, then you'd just order it. Mm. Um, I I think it's got a lot less to do with the person at the counter than I mean than you. Yeah, it was. I always knew that it was not a good choice, and I think I felt guilty and I had to cover it up to everyone. <laughs> mm. You know. Mm. So um, it was a. Food for you was like a, something that you sort of depended on to, to make you feel good, to potentially like punish yourself if you felt like you deserved yeah, punishment. It was, it, I don't know. It just, yeah, I don't, I don't really understand. But that's how it felt because it didn't feel like a reward. It didn't feel like a treat. It didn't feel like a good thing. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, it's just... And, and how does that contrast with, with now? Um... I mean, I'm a lot, I'm a lot better now. I don't binge or anything. Well, I haven't done it for a good two years or so. Mm-hmm. I've not really had a proper one. Year and a half, two years, I would say. Um, so I don't really, I don't lie about food anymore. <laughs> so that was the big thing, and I felt so bad for it because I'm, I preach honesty, but I couldn't, didn't want to tell anyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I don't lie about food. I plan out my meals, make sure I have food around, but good food and good options. And if I do have treats in the house, I make sure that I make it last. Like when I had that block of chocolate, I tried to have two pieces and then leave it for a couple of days. But of course it didn't make it to a couple of days. Thank you, Reese, who ate it. Yeah. And that goes all back to, to my the issue. The next when, fucking day. Yeah, Thank the, you. The next day after you had two pieces, I, I ate the rest because it was, it was open, open and it was in the it house and it was gone. Yeah. So, yeah. That. Um, yeah. I still. I still struggle with using it for like a reward or something. If I do something good or I go to the gym, I'm like, oh, that means I can have all of these things. I'm so excited. Mm. Um, and that's when I do calorie count because I need to mm. rein that bit in. Um, yeah. I, I. I do. I do still emotionally eat. I. I do still want comfort from it. Like the other day, I had a shitty day, and I texted you. I just. I just want macaroni and wings and. I cut meal, man. I got some wings, but <laughs> came home with extra bits because someone didn't pick up their order, and oh well. <laughs> um, bit of a happy accident, but yeah, I'm I'm working on it. I'm happy that I don't do what I used to do because it hurt, and I felt terrible all the time, and just yeah, just felt uncomfortable. Like I was so full all the time, and then I come home, and I wouldn't want to tell anyone that I already ate, so then I eat half of a dinner and it was just piling on and I would feel so uncomfortable and it was just yeah mm. just wasn't good you know mm. well, I'm happy that you've you've made progress you identified and you, you're starting to work through it it's, mm. you should be very proud of that thanks mm. nice I'm happy to not be in the same spot you know mm. well I don't, is there anything else that you wanted to cover off today um not about not really about the article I don't think but what we haven't done yet Mm. Let's talk about our drink of the week. Yeah, what's our drink of the week this week? So this week, everyone, we are drinking... (laughs) The no people that are listening. uh, We are drinking a whiskey and peach smash because Mm. I went to the shops to buy bourbon, but there's a brand called George Dickel of whiskey, so obviously I giggled and got distracted and came home with a bottle of whiskey by accident. Mm, Called Dickel. (laughs) Yeah, it's called Dickel. Um... Yeah, so it Can is... Can I just have a quick guess first? What? Is it... So, uh, was it bourbon peach smash? Yeah. Is it... You get a peach, 
and you get a bourbon bottle of bourbon and you just smash no. onto the peach no. and let the drips fall off the counter into a glass no it's okay. not quite uh so violent right yeah um so you get a few slices of lemon you gotta take the pips out though we've learned that because mm. i've just choked on a couple through this through this little um podcast uh, you get a few slices of peach. We have to use sliced peaches because it's winter in Australia and peaches just don't exist. Um, canned and, peaches. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so we've had to use canned peaches. Which don't taste as good, but it'll do. It'll do. A couple uh, mint leaves. You muddle it up in a cocktail shaker. Mm-hmm. You want to add two measures of whiskey or bourbon if you're good and actually get bourbon. <laughs> Um, or if you're lucky and find Dickel bourbon. Yeah, or if you're really lucky and find some, uh, yeah, Dickel bourbon would mm. be excellent. Best of both worlds here. Um, then you want to shake that up with a few pieces of ice and strain it into a glass, preferably over crushed ice, but we're just using big ass ice blocks because that's all we got. I think that worked well though. I like these big ice blocks. Yeah, it seems to keep it cooler and it doesn't go everywhere and you can actually get all your drink out. But yeah, what do you think? Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. Um, it's now mostly tasting like lemon juice, I think. Um, there's too a slight, much lemon. Well, just as it's sitting there, like the lemon's starting to absorb. I, haven't, I don't think I've drunk it fast enough. Yeah. Um, oh, and I didn't quite... include the sugar. It's supposed to have sugar in it. I chose to just add some of the juice the peaches were sitting in. Mm. I, yeah, I, I like it. You like it? Not, not my favorite drink ever, but I would, I would have another one. Mm, something different. Mm. Gotta try different things, babe. Gotta try different things. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping to do. I want to try so many different things. Yeah. I'm really excited to just like cruise through all the all the restaurants and just try something different. Yeah. And slowly work my way through all the different cuisines and foods that I can taste. Yeah. And hopefully I can Definitely. stop binging on chocolate and yeah. ice cream. Ice cream. Please. Yeah. Yeah. You have a small you get it addiction, I think. I threw out my member card. What? I got rid of you it. You threw out your membership card. Yeah. yeah. Are you okay? Uh, I've, Why I've, didn't we talk about this? I've, I've severed my relationship with, with Yo Get It. I think hey, it's for I'm the best. You. Thank you. I think it's for the best. Yeah. It's basically just frozen sugar, so it's probably best I don't have that. It's like the better version of frozen sugar, though. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. I mean, at least gelato has like actual milk and stuff in it, so you know, there's something there. Yeah. But this is just literally... A bit of protein. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, it's just like some, some fats and calcium. It's fucking... You get it? It's just... Oh, sorry. Literally just frozen sugar. Not what you want. No. Not what you want. And it's more of the toppings that I think are the bad yeah. part for me. I love just mixing everything with some Nutella. Mm. It's not good. No. Mm. Well, did you have any other questions for me? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, Nothing that you no. wanted to explore further? I don't think so. No. No. Um, I mean, yeah, it's the first time we've really talked about my overeating properly, so... Yeah, which I, I very much appreciate, and I commend you for your courage, because you uh, you struggle talking about these things, and I, I think that it's, it's quite good that you're able to use these, these podcasts as a way to, to open up, and hopefully... Yeah, that's what I said in week one, like, I'm hoping it will help us to... Yeah. Which is what I'm really loving about it, and I hope yeah. that you know other people get you know find our articles and our podcasts and and relate to our life issues and yeah, I really kind of hope that no one finds it ever. <laughs> no, I absolutely <laughs> find it. Um, yeah, I mean, there could be a very good reason why there's not many podcasts out there of just sort of normal 
people. everyday people but I think there's something in, there's 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 interesting parts to everyone's life and yeah I think every relationship is is very interesting like the dynamics and relationships are really interesting and hopefully through this some of that gets explored and some other people find yeah. that interesting and yeah to be honest I would I what I would enjoy is a community a community of people talking about different topics each week um yeah it'd be really cool if we could end up there yeah and that would be good and you'd be able to share experiences and help each other and just be all around good people or you know if you be happy or I think yeah it'd be really cool other people get there. <laughs> it'd be really cool if we could read other people's articles in the same prompt and use that in our discussion that as well that would be amazing and then maybe have like guests on and stuff like if there's a particular article that we thought was really awesome to have them be a part mm. of the podcast and talk from their perspective as well mm. that would be really cool it'd be awesome if we could slowly open this up yeah but we need people to actually listen and, <laughs> and enjoy it first. So. It's a bit of a two-edged sword, isn't it? Ooh, well, <laughs> want people to something... listen, want people to get involved, don't want anyone to find it, don't want to talk about this with anyone else. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's only been three weeks, so you know, we'll keep persisting. And like, I like what this enables us to do as a, as a couple, so I don't, I don't yeah, want well, to stop was... this, even if no one ends up listening to this. No, well, that was why I started. That was the benefit that I was looking for, is for mm. us, not for everyone else, just to be so. Mm. Oh, yeah. Would you like to pick the next prompt? I would love to pick the next prompt. Uh, it's going to be this one. Mm. It's a big one. Ah, romance. It? Romance. Perfect timing for this one. Wow. That's going to get gooey, isn't it? Ew. Ew, cooties. Disgusting. Do not tune in next week. It's going to be gross. And this reminds me I need to get a refill on my cootie shot. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, see you next week, baby. Bye, baby. <laughs>